Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter wrestling's voice of reason, Scott, as well as the men in black, Ethan, also joining us from Ship It Studios, a longtime contributor to the ATR brand, Mr. Zach. Forbidden Door Weekend, guys, we are coming to you from above the ring, Ship It Studios, Premier Wrestling Podcast, covering all things AWWB worldwide, coming to you Friday morning. We said Forbidden Door News, Pimper Wrestling, and AEW. We're looking forward to talk about this. Guys, how are we feeling about this card? Well, it's funny because we, we were chatting on our stream that we do Wednesday nights now. Uh, and um, when we first started down, we had four matches. So I'm like, all right, let's see. Uh, let's see if we can double this tonight. And uh, well, we almost tripled it. So I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, Look, it's going to be a full card. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Sunday night, 8, 8 p.m. start time is going to be a little rough. But thankfully, I have the Monday off, so I'll be all right. But yeah, I'm, I'm spoiled now with these Saturday pay-per-views. We all are, Scott. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. There's two matches I'm super excited for. I mean, me and Sam Tabo and Rice is on. Check that out, guys. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good matches on here, honestly. I'm a lot excited. of matches. A lot of matches in general. And I don't have Monday off, so... I don't either. It's okay, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be brain dead on Monday together. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> we all will be. Um, That's for Scott. What, I, what do I want to talk about? We want to get to a couple things before we do our picks. First and foremost, we want to talk about where we stand for the Ship at Studios Championship Year 3. Currently, I set the top with two. Mr. Zach and Ethan tied each with one. So in this past week's stream, we had discussed an idea that we've been floating around since sometime last year. And I will bring this over to Scott to talk about the Ship in the Bank. So we we thought this idea up during season one uh, that we potentially do, you know, whenever the champion, you know, whenever they're able to win the following season, they would pick a random pay-per-view or a random show from any pretty much any wrestling organization out there uh, and declare that to be the ship it in the bank show. So then the rest of us who who weren't champions would do the picks for that show and whoever ended up winning that would be declared the ship it in the bank winner said winner would then have any time between now and WrestleMania the following season to cash in. Um, we kind of have like a hard stop on the end of the calendar year to kind of give, if, if the champion were to lose to the challenger, he'll have a small reign before the for WrestleMania rolls around. So this year's winner or this uh, this year's champion, it's a little tough for me to say being the inaugural champion, uh, Mr. Zach will be the man that will choose which show the rest of us get a chance to you know participate in. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's also going to be mayhem because who knows where he picks? He could pick some random small independent wrestling from, I don't know, Iowa or who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It could be anywhere. So it's yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I was looking I was having a lot of fun looking at just the calendar of any pro wrestling events that are upcoming over the next several months. And digging into some smaller promotions, I did find some really interesting things, a tag team that dresses up as cats. So the sky is the limit for this. And I can't wait to pick that event where I can just sit back, not have any pressure. You guys have uh, get to make your picks and then, yeah, we'll have have some fun with it. Add some more pressure on the champion, me, uh, to see if I can then defend after one of you wins that and will take me on one on one. So they'll, I'm going to have fun with it. I'll probably do it maybe a little sooner than later. I won't wait all the way until January to pick a pay-per-view for you guys to do that. Um so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Nice. And that is something yes, I did I did forget that. Whoever wins money in the bank or ship in the bank will um challenge the champion at one of our major major events that we'll have, and it will just be a one-on-one fight. It's just going to be the challenger and the champion. The rest of us just get to sit back, relax, eat some popcorn, and watch the fight. Whoever wins, wins. The champion retains, then he gets to hold on to his reign for the rest of the season. Challenger wins, he becomes a ship at champion, and then he holds it until WrestleMania, which, if they are end up end up having the most points at WrestleMania Night 2, they will just continue their reign. So it'll be a lot of fun. And then they get to choose 
the next ship it in the bank opportunity. So yeah, a lot of a lot of fun with this little tournament and this little championship that we have. So I like it. <laughs> yep, a lot of a lot of fun indeed. And I hope Zach enjoys his one and only time to make this option. <laughs> wow. <'Cause laughs> things are looking pretty bright on on my end here. So why he's wearing oh. shades. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> All right, Batista. <laughs> so aside from the uh, before we get into our picks, we wanted to talk about something that just happened this past week. Um, Due to the timing, we weren't even going to be able to do a podcast, so we're just going to talk about it on here. We got to see last Saturday the inaugural episode of AEW Collision. Um, <clears throat> You know, it's their Saturday show, 8 to 10. Really tough. You know, I wasn't able to watch it live. Neither was the stat man. Um, yeah, this was this was something that... Before I give my thought, okay. How did we feel overall about this show? About episode one? I thought that it felt a lot grittier than what Dynamite and Rampage has been showing lately like obviously punk came out to set the tone it's in chicago crowd went insane and punk just kind of went to town and i thought it was it was great like i was giddy watching this because i you don't know what he's gonna say at any point in time so that's that's already a fun thing to to see to see unfold but the matches were great um i don't know like the whole the whole setup like the from the stage to the ring just just i don't know it just looked it just looked grittier and i like that it, it's uh, immediately a different tone from the other shows hopefully it, it stays that way um but yeah I, I really enjoyed it from top to bottom yeah i did too it went by quick why well, i didn't watch it live i had to watch it later but anyway most canadians will understand what i'm talking about <laughs> uh <laughs> Andrea, Andrade El Idolo for Buddy Matthews fucking ruled. Um, yeah. The main event rule. I went to my only complaint, which I wish the timing, they should have cut five, 10 minutes at the most. Mm-hmm. That went 25. Um, I mean, it, it was good. It went by pretty quick, though, but I, Kevin Kelly, Nigel McGuess, great commentary team. Perfect. Love I'm it. just excited to that. It provides the opportunity for them to get below our TV time and see some more guys we haven't guys and ladies we haven't seen in a while. So mm. I think they really just needed the extra TV time to be able to tell other stories, to be able to get other people TV time, not the same people over and over on Dynamite while you have all these great talents sitting on the sidelines. So the, the other big thing I just I saw the red ropes and I was like, wait, this isn't an AEW show. That's like the stupid thing that like my brain went like, oh, yeah, all right. So this must be different. But I'm really happy. Just another live wrestling show for them to give out some more time to people who deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I felt overall like it felt like and again, the show's been. It's been up and down, as we know, uh, it's been really good. It's been OK. You talk to the stat man, he'll just say, it's, you know, he hasn't liked it. Um, but this felt like a call to uh, call back to the norm, call back to like the beginning of AEW again. And yeah. maybe maybe part of it has to do with the crowd. And I think this past week, it's proven that if the crowd is dead, the shows half the time will be meh. You know, like the crowd interaction is what makes it. Um, commentary team is incredible. Uh, Kevin Kelly and now Joel McGinnis. Perfect combo. Yes. Perfect combo. I felt like the camera quality went up. I don't know why. I watched it Monday, Tuesday. I felt like the production was up on the show. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It did seem crisper. That's true. It seemed crisp. I thought I was watching like, you know, like SmackDown or Raw. Right. Um, (laughs) That's true. The matches were great. You know, the punk promo was great. Uh, We got to pretty much see everyone but Thunder Rosa. That was announced on the initial yep. promo. Yep. But, you know, first episode aside, and I think it kind of leaked into Dynamite. You know, Dynamite was a really good Dynamite. It was. I think coming off of this. Um, for me, the big thing now is, okay, the first episode was great. 
the second episode is probably even more important because now we got to keep the momentum going. Yep. Um, I don't know. Hero, I'm, I'm, Hero came back. That's true. I get to hear my glorious trumpets again. So uh, <laughs> I had to bring it up for Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, solid show. Uh, we will be keeping an eye out. Uh, if there's anything that gets announced for the pay-per-view uh, at Collision, we will uh, follow up with it. So we're going to hop right over to the pick show, you know, the slow rise to my reign as future champion. Um, we have at this moment 11 matches. There is so far one person not announced for this card, and we will keep an eye out. Um, also, like I think I said on on the stream that I think their, ha- their sweet spot's like 12, 13 matches. Yeah, I don't want them to go 12, 13 matches. But that's what I'm thinking will happen. Um, again, we'll add that to a card if if they get added. So we're going to kick this right off. Um, we're going to start with the pre-show. We get Athena taking on Billy Starks. The Owen, Hart car- the Owen Hart Cup Tournament first round kicks off here. And we got the first, like I said, the first match on the pre-show, Athena taking on Billy Starks. Uh... Mr. Zach, champion um, advantage. Do you want to? I don't know. You tell me where do you where do you want this laid out? How you feeling about this? Like, do you want it to be you to go last and you'll get that, or do you want to I go think, first? I think we'll switch it up. I think I'll just dictate at the start of each match. I'll I'll say who I want to go first, and uh, ooh, I'll ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> we'll change it up a little. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take this. This one first, because I'd be lying if I said I knew who Billy Starks is, and your champion is not a liar, so I'm just going to pick Athena. So um, then we'll go um, Scott, Ethan, and Sam next on this one. By the way, uh, correction, sorry, Sam, technically the tournament starts on Rampage, so this tag would be the second batch of the tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna, to mm. uh, just uh, talk about... Uh... We're gonna keep that as is. Assume <laughs> that this yeah, is where okay, the tournament okay. starts. So, got to be accurate. So, Ethan, keeping us honest. That's true. That's true. Um, smartass. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. our resident smartass. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I mean, I want to pick Athena as well because it's it, she's been unstoppable ever since she went on dark and evolution and then roh um she's been a a great roh women's champion and i like billy starks she's a very good up and comer but it's not her time yet not her time yet so i i will pick athena as well to to win and move on in the owen hart cup uh, tournament I'm going to go with Athena's. What Billy Starks is good in the ring, but like Scott's, it's just not her time yet. I could, in a way, I could see Starks win just to, for the quote unquote chalker and get a possible women's title match, but I don't see it. I, I see Athena winning and facing, you know, I'm just going to give my torrent bracket. I, I can see Willow moving on over Nyla. I like both women. I can see Willow moving on facing Athena. That'd be a good match. Well, I will just make it a clean sweep and say Athena. Um, she is the Ring of Honor Women's Champion right now. I've seen Billy Starks, I believe, at a GCW show. Uh, she's very young in her career. I believe, if I'm looking at Wikipedia correctly, she's only 18. She she's got a whole yeah. whole career ahead of her. And again, Athena has a belt. Um, I would like to see Athena go to the finals here. So, Athena, it is. Big stage for an 18-year-old. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's the pre-show. And we're talking about that. I think Nick Wayne finally just turned uh, 18. He did, yep. Yep, so, so he, he will officially have signed with AEW once he turns 18, because I think the other caveat was that he graduated high school, which he just did as well. So He yeah. just graduated, yeah. And I think he said two weeks, I think, a couple of weeks before he could officially sign. Right. But yeah, that'll. oh my God, he'll be a lot of fun to watch when he, when he can finally actually debut on national television. So yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Agreed. Um... um but yeah, um, before we jump ahead, um, obviously John Statman is missing. He is on assignment. He's not able to be here, but he did give us all of his picks, and he also did pick Athena with this one as well. So yes, it was a complete, complete clean sweep for all of us. 
awesome. Um, the next match is something that I mean, if you by the time you're we drop this first thing, um, this has been I believe announced on Rampage. As Ethan said, this was pre-taped. Um, but we have Adam Cole and Tom Lawler. Yes. Hmm. All right, let's reverse it. Sam, Ethan, Scott, me. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This one's a little tough. You know, I want to see Adam Cole get W's. However, I do like Tom Lawler. I think he'd be a lot of fun to. He's more of a Ethan. How would you say? I I don't know if he has like an MMA background, but he, he has, has a very like striker attitude, and especially if we're gonna start teaming up MJF and Adam Cole. I think you want to kind of get them both on the same wavelength. So if you're getting Adam Cole's ass getting kicked just to get him and MJF to kind of like, you know, connect. Yeah, I'm going to say Lawler. I'm going to say Lawler wins this one. Wow. Okay. All right, Ethan. Who you got? Adam Cole. I like Tom Lawler, like Sam said, and I can see I can see where Sam's going, but I don't I like Lawler, but I think he's gonna be staring at the lights again. Get Cole <laughs> some more momentum heading into his view of MJF, but I, I say Cole. I would Super agree. Pick, but... I, no, I agree. I, I think Adam Cole's gonna gonna take this as well. Uh he just came back for like uh, a career threatening, life threatening injury. And he, he's not gonna take a loss anytime soon. I don't personally believe. So I think Cole's going to take it as well. Maybe Cole's new tag team partner, MJF, will help him out in this match. MJF, jump right on board. Be like, hey, I got to help my guy. So I'll take Adam Cole as well. What would be funny, at least for me, um, is if MJF tries to screw Adam Cole and it actually works. It it doesn't work. It, It works in reverse. Like, like he goes to yeah. hit Cole with like the belt, and Lawler gets in the way, and he smacks him instead, and then Cole gets the victory. That'd be something something screwy that. like that. Like this is going to be like the the it's going to be like the strange bedfellows or like the perfect strangers. Like I have a, I have this I, I have the scary feeling that those two are going to be terrors in the tag team. Um, oh my god, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be insane. I, I just have that feeling. It's just going to turn into something utterly ridiculous. And then John picked Adam Cole, too. He did. He did. So it's four and one there. Um, Hopping over next, we have the uh, AEW Women's World Championship match. Tony Storm defending against Willow Nightingale. Scott, Sam, me, Ethan. Go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for this one, I love Willow to death. But I don't think they're taking this title off of Tony Storm. Plus, Willow's already got a uh, a title. There's no need for her to be a double champion right now, I don't believe. Um, So I'm going to pick Tony Storm. You don't want to see two built Willow? Come on, Scott. I think that would be amazing. I'm not going to lie. I would not be upset (laughs) if I took the loss on this at all. But I just think I think Tony Tony has some good momentum going. So I think she's in the torn Owen Hart Cup, too. So right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So who's next, Ethan or myself? Sam, then me, then Ethan. Okay. I'm on Sam, so it's your turn. Okay, I just want to double check. I'm going with Storm as well. Uh, I think they're really trying to push this whole outcast thing. And if you're trying to go on the up here, there's no reason for her to win the belt and lose it in a month. Correct. Bad booking. It's not, you're not going to do anything for that team. So uh, Tony Storm all the way. Willow, Willow's going to have that strong title yep. for a while until Mercedes Monet comes back. And who knows? Maybe we'll see her um, on Sunday. Hmm. That would be cool. I will also go with Tony. Just just keep it moving along. No need to add to that one. Yeah, make it make it a clean sweep, Tony Storm. It like Sam said, it's too early for her. With the t- she just won the title. There's no point dropping it. Kind of like Scott says, well, she's got the strong woman's title. She pushes in the Owen Hart Cup. Like you don't want to put your champion in there and then lose. Right, right. So, Tony Storm. Yep, and I believe, yeah, John also picked Tony Storm, so another clean sweep for everybody. Okay, so far we're all kind of in the same boat. Which I kind of expected. I, I like the fact that you did go already go out on a, on a limb, Sam. So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That's Sam's thing. 
It's true. And it's, it's worked for him so far this season. It has. It has. Um, up next, we have the four-way match for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy, Zach Sipa Jr., Katsuri Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. You know what? For argument's sake, why don't we make this one an extra point, too? Because it is a four-way. I'm curious to see how this goes. But either way, let's kind of do what we did with the main event for uh, Double or Nothing. Or ah, who takes the pin? Who takes the pin? We got a four-way here. Okay. I like that. All right. No, okay. that a little extra point thing. So we're going to have to tell John about this so he knows. Or oh, we don't. <laughs> so, Mr. Zach. All right. We're going Ethan, me, Scott, and Sam on this one. Woohoo. I thought I get to go first. <laughs> I'm a fair champion. Thanks, but Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, am I doing both extra point pick and prediction? Or yes. More... Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm actually going to go pick Cassidy to retain just because every time I pick somebody else, it's going to be, I'm just going to be safe. The person getting pinned, I'm going to say Garcia because Shibata's the peer champion. They don't really want to, I mean, he took the pin Wednesday, but still. Um, and Zach Sabreger's the TV champion. I don't really see him getting pinned, honestly. I, I say Garcia because it's Garcia. He sucks now. <laughs> I'm going to match Ethan on that actually on both counts. Orange Cassidy to, to retain. It feels like he's had this forever now and I don't really see anyone taking it off of him in this match here. And Daniel Garcia taking the pin. So I feel he was just standing tall on Dynamite I believe in a the tag match and yeah. Um what he held the title, and, you know. Yeah. And and Garcia's just he he's just gone off the rails he's a complete goofball now so i could just i i think everyone would want to see him get pinned so that'll be my logic yep yep um i i'm 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 gonna have to follow the same boat uh part of me actually wanted to go in reverse and have daniel garcia pin orange cassidy but then i realized uh when zach had mentioned that he was the one who get the pin on on wednesday so it's like Going back to the the thing that I've always talked about, like when you're when you're the one standing tall, the show before the pay per view, it's 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 not your time. So yeah, it's definitely going to be OC and uh, Mr. Uh, Garcia taking that pin. You know, I don't think the extra point did anyone any good, but you know, <laughs> hearing everyone else's logic, it makes sense. Um, I too am going to see Orange Cassidy lose the uh, or win, keep the title, and probably pin Garcia. It's the only logical logical choice uh, here. I mean, unless Shibata gets pinned, I don't see uh, Zach Saber Jr. taking the pin. Yeah. So, um, and to go from there, and then Johnson Pockets as pick well. Orange Cassidy. Yep. So he'll but probably pick Garcia as well. Fix him for his bonus pick. All right. Same so we probably, have, we you should, you should probably just type it in now because he's. I'm pretty much guaranteed he's going to say Garcia. Good point. Good point. Watch, watch. He'll, he'll say somebody else. I know, I know. Up. Just to spite us. Well, that's fine. That's one less point for him. <laughs> All right. I think this is the bingo, the uh, free space on the bingo card. CM Punk taking on uh, Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. There you go, Sam. Thank you, Ethan. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> um, you know what, champion? I'm just going to say it's Punk. I'm just going to go out. Hey, yo, this is his first pay-per-view match back. What else do you need to say there? The fact that it's a first-round tournament match, too, I think kind of adds to that point. Punk's not going to lose something like that right now. So, yeah, Punk. All right. I think we're pretty much all in agreement here because I'm going to, obviously I'm going to pick punk as well. And John's already picked punk because I'm pretty sure John would be sleeping and still pick CM punk to win anything. So he wants punk to win the whole tournament. Of course he does. Well, I mean, it's not a bad decision either, but we'll see. No. We'll see. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to join that. I do like Kojima, but honestly, he's been more like in the new Japan dad status. So basically like he's going to be the pin either. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, well, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's doing Noah's and All Japan stuff, but I mean, he's coming with Punk. I wish it was Punk and Kenta, but I mean, Kenta pulled out at the last second. We don't know fully why, but whatever. Um, I say it's a good match, but Punk takes. You know what? I'm going to say Punk wins the whole tournament. I'm going to join John in this one. All right. All right. Him and Hobbs is the finals. That's my whole tournament Ooh. prediction. Oh, we should do that sometime later on. We should all give each other our uh, predictions for the finals for both cup yeah. tournaments. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, yeah. here's my men's there. I give you my I like men's. It. I like it. June Madness. Yes. June Madness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone had punk. The next one is going to be the Blackpool Combat Club taken on the Elite. We have John Moxley, Willie Utah. Claudio Castanoli, Kanosuke Takashka, and Shota Umino taking on Hangman Page, Matt, and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii. All right, we'll go back to the first order. Me, Scott, Ethan, Sam. I'm going to take the Elite, uh, which I took them the last time against the Blackpool Combat Club, which was stupid. But this time, um, Kenny Omega not involved in this one. Got Eddie Kingston, Ishii. So I think that makes a difference this time, uh, not having Omega in there. Um, Eddie Kingston maybe gives them a different different boost. Um, they they don't all get along, so maybe that will work against them, and this will just blow up, and it'll be a Blackpool Combat Club win again. But I just think the Elite will uh, need to take one here. It's very very sound reasoning. But um, there's something that you said right in the beginning that kind of made me feel that BCC is going to take this because it's just, you know, Kingston said it on Wednesday. He doesn't like the Bucks. Something stupid's going to happen. He's going to get super kicked by them probably, and then he's just going to go ham. And probably. So I I know that and Moxley's gonna bleed probably on his way down to the ring, but yeah, <laughs> yep. So is that your choice there, Scott? BCC, BCC. Okay, was that me next in line or Ethan next in line? My memory shot right. Ethan now. and Sam. All yep. right. Okay. Uh, uh, <clears throat> am I gonna join the champ or am I gonna join Scott? Hmm. <laughs> and John, because John did pay the. The uh, or a friend, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, Kingston's in the G1. I don't know if they want to put him strong for so is Ishii, but I like Ishii. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. are they gonna do blood and guts this year? They want to have I don't, any I don't know. Technically, <sighs> this match could have been a blood and guts match. I think this is gonna eventually become that with this, this feud, probably. I'm gonna join Zach. I'm gonna say that just. I like where Scott was going with that, but I'm going to go with the elite, and then they do the tiebreaker as blood and guts. Speaking of tiebreakers, Sam, who are you picking? You know what? Everyone's forgetting about the most important person in this whole feud. His name is Don fucking Callis. I was just going to say who Don Callis. <laughs> Nobody. And I'm going to, I don't know if you guys saw them when they did their promo together. Um, on Dynamite, and there was something about the Blackpool Combat Club that felt different and felt very authoritative. Not that they did it with Regal, but now they feel like a heel faction. They feel... Mm-hmm. There's something about them right now with, you know, BCC, now you got Callus, and now you got Takeshita, who they're really... I just feel like they're going to put the rocket on him. Yep. Not that nothing wrong with Yuta. Yuta's good in the upper midcard. Takeshita is going to be a world heavyweight champion one day. Wow, yeah. I say the next year. This Don Callis is is Don Callis exists. So because Don Callis is, exists, so does my win during this pay per view. So the B C C, it is my friends. I like it. We finally have some division. This is good. I I just think pro- Callis may not show up for this one because Kenny's not in it. So he wouldn't be as interested in getting involved in this. But remember, he's going to be in his home country of Canada. He's. 
I don't know. That's we'll true. see. We'll see. This is where it's going to hit the fan. This one here. All right. Who takes the pin in this match? Fuck it. Let's just ask this question. Oh, God. I got two people in mind. That's going to be tough because, yeah, we're split on who's even going to win the match. Yeah. See, it's for, a... the B- for the BCC, I see Umino or Yura gets pinned. For the Elite, like, I don't know, what, the Young Bucks? Yeah, it's always, who is it? Matt or Nick almost always takes the pin. I think it's Matt. Yeah. Yeah, so I can see Matt taking the pin. Um, Yuta would take the pin from the BBC if the Elite win. The BBC. <laughs> My hand went John too much. Yeah. John, John would be so proud of that, Sam. <laughs> you know what? Let's call him the BBC. Fuck it. In honor of John, not here tonight. <laughs> That's a but great do, way to honor him. But sure. I do like the way Scott was thinking, though, with, <laughs> and Sam thinking with the BCC. But I think they just... I like with Zach too. Like I don't think Council interfered in this one, but I could see him doing like a tiebreaker, and then doing the blood and guts like as the quote unquote tiebreaker match. Right, that's definitely true. Mm. I don't know. All right. So up next we have Liz Suzuki gods. Let's go. Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Imanor Suzuki taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and TBA. You know, good old TBA making his billionth appearance at an event. Yep. Sam, Ethan, Scott, me, go. All right. So I actually was trying to talk to Ethan about this earlier, and I'm like, what what is the percentage of people who win when they don't have somebody announced yet? And he didn't have the numbers, and I had no desire to look at the numbers. So what I will say when I'm thinking is as long as it's not somebody like Torianu or Taguchi. Oh, for the love of God, no. If it's not one of the people over there who's going to get squashed, Sting, Darby, especially since this is Sting and Chris Jericho's first um, in-match debut. Yeah, that, that blows my mind, too, by the way, that throughout both of their careers, they have never once faced each other. They both were in WCW together and both were in for So it's like it's insane that they've never once been in the ring together. Um yeah, I just to me that makes the most sense. Um especially since if they win this opens cuz Sting he could win and he'd be like cool, I beat him. You know, could he present, "Hey Chris, I want another match?" He could. It's, you know, may not be not his prerogative, but I think Chris Jericho losing his mind, being like, hey, you only won because you had people with you. Da, 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 da. You guys cheated. You know, you cannot beat the wizard. And then they're going to get our one on one between these two somewhere, maybe an all in. Imagine Wembley blowing up for this. Oh, my God. So Sting and Darby and whoever they pick, I don't even know who they could pick at this point. You know, I think Ethan had tried to ask that. And I'm like, I, I couldn't even tell you. I, I couldn't even make a guess on this. Do you hear what Darby said on Dynamite, though? He said someone from Jericho's past. So it could be Naito. Could be Naito. Or Evil. Oh, God. Why did I say that? No, don't do that to us. Naito would be good. That'd be a lot of fun. So those are my picks. Sting and Darby. Yeah. Ethan. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Darby, Sting, and to be determined. Um but I like I like Suzuki. Don't please don't put Murray Grandpa as a pin eater. Oh God, God. No. please. Um, I I can see Jericho and Sammy like having like a butting heads like miscommunication, and then Darby or mystery person or Sting. You know, I'm just gonna say Naito. But fuck it, let's just say Naito. Uh, basically, someone will pin Guevara or Jericho because cost each other. But I'm going with Sting, Darby, and to be determined. I'm going to follow suit, and to add on to that, Sting is going to ping Chris Jericho. That is where the insaneness will come from. Like, to go off also what Ethan said, Sammy and and Chris right now are not the best of buds. I think Guevara is going to do something, cause Sting to get the victory over Jericho, and then Jericho is going to just go apeshit. And, yeah, that's that's where I feel. But, yeah, definitely going to pick Sting and Darby. I will pick Sting and Darby and TBA as well. So we're on a clean sweep then because Sean said the same thing. Yep. Beautiful. Cool. Um, 
So I'm going to try something different. I figured I'd ask. At this point, I think looking at the card, there are the two title matches. We got the AEW title match and the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, title match. I don't know about you guys, but looking at these two matches and how this ran last year and who has the titles and who they're wrestling for the titles, I find it very hard to believe that these titles will change hands. Correct. I agree with you 100%. So do we want to kind of skip these since we're just like, okay, we know what's going to happen. There's not really any storyline booking here and just assume that the titles will be retained. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, we are. We are there. But I can say MJF, I think Tanahashi will have a good match. Like, excellent. Match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The matches will be great. But we know the champions are not going to lose their titles, especially with no real booking for either one of these. So, yeah. So I, it's, it, it's a, yeah. It's going to be free points for all of us, essentially, because we're all going to pick the champions to retain their titles. Uh, John said the same thing, too, by the way. Yeah. If you're wondering why I said free. <clears throat> yeah. Mr. Zach, thoughts? And plus, uh, she has a title anyway, so. Yeah, I, I, no, I was, I was thinking of picking Will Osprey, but. Oh no no no! Oh, no. We, oh sorry, we haven't me, talked about that one up. yet. Let me let me back what up. Are we... So we were talking about MJF and Tanahashi, the AW title, yeah. and then Sonata and Jungle Boy for the IWGP Heavyweight title. Right. Omega Osprey's the US title, and then Daniel Okada. Said... The, that's the separate one. Both separate matches. I thought we you said three about... championship matches. Yeah, sorry, I meant gonna... I meant the two world title matches, not the US. Oh title. yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have yeah, that. yeah. Those two are retaining. Yep, my bad. Yeah, I I should have clarified that because I totally forgot. The most important match happens to be a US title match, and yep. if you said that to somebody in WWE, their head would explode. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, though, that so, would that is that is the next match in line. So Kenny Omega, or, you know, have. Uh, being challenged by Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States heavy, uh, champion championship. She can't speak tonight. Um, yeah, that's going to be nuts. Zach, who do you want to pick first on that one? All right. So Kenny and Osprey now. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll go because I already outed myself on that. <laughs> um, so uh, I just, I li- this morning I listened to talk is Jericho with Don Callis which is a must listen if you guys didn't check it out. Yes, it was great. Jericho listen. was kind enough to give Callus the platform to speak his mind because, as Callus said it, the AEW crowd has just booed him every time he tries to talk. And so, on Talk is Jericho, we got kind of more from Callus what we've been looking for on why he turned on Kenny and all that stuff. So, it's fantastic. You got to listen. He Callus has a lot of great things to say that. John would would love, you know, about the elite and how Kenny came back and wanted to do trios and play video games with his friends instead of trying to get the real championship back. So uh, that was that was fantastic. And uh, I was going to. Um, and the reason why I wanted to pick the elite with Kenny not in there, I thought that was maybe an opportunity where Don Callis won't get involved in that one. The elite can take that. But then in Kenny's match here. Um, Callus could get involved again or be the reason that Will Osprey somehow wins. So I'm taking Osprey in this one. Okay. Solid That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, I will hop in. Um, because I was thinking, of, listen to what you're saying. I totally forgot about Don Callis. I'm thinking about the long term book and still where I think Omega, I think Omega's going to retain. But if Don Callis comes into play, I would not be surprised if Kenny loses the belt at the hands of Don Callis to strengthen the, fu- the, the what's going on right now. And then maybe Kenny goes back and challenges him again, and then he loses. But I'm going to stick with Omega, but the Don Callis part, that's a, a good information. He was very convincing on Jericho's podcast. Kenny just- Kenny needs him. He needs Don Callis's brain. Yep. I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with the champ here. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree and say that Osprey is going to take the title away from Kenny. 
and and yeah, I, I believe I haven't listened to Talk of Jericho yet. Uh, with me having tomorrow off, I will be listening. Recom- to that. Recommend, yeah. Um, I don't listen to too many podcasts because you guys all know how busy I am. Um, but I will make time for this because um, I love Don Callis too. So I, to to hear him talk about everything is going to be a lot of fun. To I actually might even listen to it tonight. Actually, so yeah. But I think Osprey, I think it's his time to finally get that win over Kenny. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna see this the second time. Their match with Wrestling was fucking excellent. I mean, you, you can hear it on Rising Sun. I'm gonna go up Osprey, but they're gonna I think they're gonna do the third match at either all in in Wembley Stadium or next year's Tokyo Dome. Okay. And yeah, I they need kind of like what said that sack with uh Don Cal's too, but I'm going with Osprey as well. He kind of needs it more, just a little bit. But I can see them doing the third match of Wembley or next year's Wrestle Kingdom. And I believe John picked Omega to retain. So mm-hmm. John and Sam, the 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 uh, the odd ones out today. Interesting. Looking at you're looking at the winning card right now, Scott. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm looking at mine. I like it. I, I like how no looks. John picked Osprey, Scott. No, I didn't. <clears throat> he picked Omega. Oh wait a minute. Hold a second. I might have put it in wrong. Did Let you type look. it? Did you type it in wrong? How could oh, you? Oh, you're say? looking at it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh man, if I official man, that's a better review. Victory. Oh, he did. He did. That was on me. So that's ah. a bigger win for me. If you guys all lose, awesome. he put well, uh, well, ostrich. That's the way Sam. Will ostrich. <laughs> so Sam's by himself again for the second match. <laughs> yeah, but remember, the WWE shows. This is what happened. Mania weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, this is exactly what Sam wants. It's yeah. all part of the plan. <laughs> the great, great movie. So, <clears throat> main event. The reason why Brian Danielson left WWE, we're getting some dream New Japan Pro Wrestling Brian Danielson action. Brian Danielson taking on the legend, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, one-on-one. I don't care. This match could go into seven o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, or the, the morning after. I mean, perfectly fine with that. This, I think, overall might be the hardest match to pick. So, mm. Mr. Zach, if you will, please drop your uh, choice of order on who. Let's pick. let Ethan go first. <laughs> Scott second, me third, Sam last. Excellent. Uh fuck. Uh doesn't get easy. I like both of these. Um uh, oh my fuck. I agree with this is hard as fuck to pick. Um flip a coin. I'm using my wheel of doom. Or or <laughs> drop it. Patented <laughs> wheel of doom. I'm gonna say Okada. Spin the wheel, make the deal. But I won't be surprised to do a time limit draw. As the main event, I think that would be a horrible decision. <laughs> One sec, let me get my wheel up here. If if it was the first match of the night, I would be okay with that. We know but this match that... is going on last. The Excalibur said it's the main event, yeah. Yep. It's been confirmed. Yep. Okay. One sec, let me spin my wheel. I might have to change. One sec. <laughs> You only get to spin the wheel once. That's Ethan. right. That's right. He's you like, no, best draw three, guys. Best draw the three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even spin it the first time, fucker. So. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spin. All right, I'm going to show the screen. Whoever lands on, I can't change it. Oh, it's close. Okada. Oh, that was so close. Looks Who's like it on? Okada. Land Okada. 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 All right, give me Okada. Draw. All right. My draw. But I will not be mad though if Danielson does win though. I hate this. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. This, this is so tough because I can see I can see Okada coming in winning, shutting Danielson up, and then that'd be the end of it. But I feel like this is too big to only have one match. I feel like 
I feel like if Brian Danielson wins this match, he's going to become so obnoxious about it after the fact. And I think it's going to be excellent television. And it's going to, and Zach's, Zach's dying right now because he's like, shit, that makes so much sense. That, it does make so much sense. <laughs> it does, though. It does. So it's like, hmm, does Okada win? And you know, it's all happy day for that. But I feel like they could do a lot more with this. I feel like they could lead into All In with a rematch. I don't know what they would put on the line for it, but I just, I'm literally like as close as, as, as Ethan's spin the wheel was, but I'm just going the other way. I think Brian Danielson's going to win this match. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to lead to something bigger. Hey, if he wins, just, he gets shot to never avoid, never avoid six man tag titles. <laughs> But yeah, I just I, I think I think Brian Danielson's gonna just be completely obnoxious with this afterwards, and it's gonna be amazing television. And John didn't agree with me, by the way. He picked up Cod as well. He did. He did. So we're two yeah, points so far. I might be the odd man out, and that's okay. And that's okay. But I, I still feel like it, there's so much, there's so much left on, on like so much more meat on that bone that you could that you could do. I do like that, the idea of that. It would be incredible. I think I'm going to just stick with my gut and Okada on this and ending the show on more of a happier note from a fan perspective, I guess. But that's a really good point. And now it's feeling more more and more like a coin flip to me. But I'll stick with my gut and Okada in case they don't decide to do this aren't or aren't able to whatever. Go right. Go yeah, that's the only something bigger. Maybe they're not. Yeah, so maybe just... Yeah. Stick with Okada. I thought this was going to be hard. But as soon as I said, you know, let the first person talk, I had a light. It shined very brightly, right? The BCC, like I said, are they're on their up, all right? They are absolutely on their up. And if they win on Sunday, which they will because I, I said they'd win – and I'm going to get that W. Um, it only makes sense for me, especially with Brian and Danielson. You know, he has his very heel Danielson is great. But to add to what you were saying, you know, if Okada wins, yeah, you know, that's it. That's a one and done. But imagine, I don't know, Danielson wins. Maybe we don't get a rematch at all in. Maybe we don't get a rematch at all out. But maybe... We have him show up in Japan. I beat your Rainmaker. I'm better than everybody in this building. The cockiest motherfucker you know coming in. And at that point, for all you know, Okada might have a belt. That's not a tag title. Just imagine that. And now he's really getting everyone worked up. Tokyo Dome, maybe? Maybe another AEW pay-per-view? I'm just, I, I don't think it's a one and done, but I think to see the ego of Brian Danielson grow because he defeated the Rainmaker himself is so satisfying, and it's make, give me a shit eating grin right now because I want to <laughs> see it. And we're gonna get this. You, John can have his summer of Punk. I want my summer of Danielson. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. So, I'm I'm very glad that I'm not on that island all by myself. And Brian Danielson walks happen, away with this W. If that does happen, like you talk about Tokyo Dome, I will get up at 3 a.m. in the morning and I will watch that live. I need to see that. Hey, if it goes time limit draw, can I have a point extra point? <laughs> yes. You know what? Yeah. For that sole fact, and I know it'll eat Scott alive. It will. Yes. <laughs> if it it's, will. If that if, goes an just... hour and it's a time limit draw, I'm going to be furious. So we're this on the is specifically for Ethan. Yes. If time limit draw is met, Ethan gets, a gets extra point. Yeah, let's go. I could get two extra points, baby. It's true. It's true. But the always, but here's why I say that, though. Because I don't think they want to pin each... I get... I mean, I'm not a big time limit draw person. I mean, we saw with MJF Cole, but... I get why they did it. Like, sometimes I can make an exception. The reason why I said that is because did they really want to pin Danielson in the Brainmaker? 
like they're both strong and Kakao's got the G1, like I said, with Kingston earlier and Nishi. And also with Danielson. Like, do they really want to pin one each other? Like here's another interesting caveat. What if it's a double pin? Then Scott got the extra point found. <laughs> Everyone I mean, pick a screwy finish, and if yeah, it happens, you get the screw, point. Yeah. Deal. That other extra point. We can ask John that one too. <laughs> I like saying watch to say fucking just not bother once. No, 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 no. He's 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 he can listen and find out. <laughs> Ethan, right. you you are pushing this time limit draw, and I know for the fact that if it happens, not only will it drive Scott up a wall because it's the main event, but it'll also drive Scott up a wall because you got an extra point. Yes. From something that drove him up a wall. Putting him deeper <laughs> into a hole. Oh, if it goes to a time limit draw, I'm going on that Facebook group and I'm going to fucking brag about it. <laughs> Special for Scott. <laughs> Scott's like, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> well, um, before we go, we got anything else you want to add to this? I mean, pretty... I don't want to say short card, but it was a pretty quick pick show compared to normal. Um, I know our post show will also be mixed into our pre-show for Money in the Bank. The yes. fun never stops here at Above the Ring. Ain't that the damn truth? Um, <laughs> Mr. Zach, thank you so much for joining as always. Uh, Man in Black, Ethan, you as well. And guys, if you're ready to do so, please make sure you sir, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Above the Ring. You can find myself as the SB official, Scott as Scotty J stream, Ethan as wrestling underscore fan underscore nine. It's and in. then <laughs> Mr. Zach ship it. Did I get that right, Zach? Ship it, Mr. Zach. Ship it, Mr. Zach. Wow, I'm dyslexic right now. Um Please make sure on all these streaming platforms that you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Ship It Studios and Above the Ring is the podcast of your choosing, why they should listen to us as well. Guys, thank you so much for listening. It's Forbidden Door Weekend. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.